Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. and knowledgeable Boston sports talker dropping in hotter than a tropical climate breaking news he supplies it and you want the truth scoops keep will find it he's talking about all the sports and he's also a hashtag dork and the father of two sweet daughters the leader of your squad for you evening marauders and night commuters tune in and sit tight Six to ten, more like six to midnight. Ow, the mic's hot on the Night's Watch crew. Celtics, Bruins, Pats, and Red Sox, too. Doing this since the Rich Keith Project. Now we've got podcasts and Twitch stream content. KWFE on WEEI. It's the Rich Keith Show, so here's your guy. Patriots have two players deep. Allen, two seconds, one second. This is it now for Buffalo. Allen trying to run, loses the ball, scooped up, it's over! The Patriots get it done! Mac Jones leads the comeback, and Bill Belichick, with his 300th regular season win, joining Don Shula and George Hallis as the only other two on that historic list. Keefe Show. Welcome to the Rich Keefe Show here on WEI. It's uh, just the second time all year we are talking about a Patriots victory. And uh, Nick Fitzy Stevens is here, as he always is, on Monday nights. Fitzy, how are you, sir? Uh, Rich, congratulations to all of us on our second Patriots victory Monday. And you, sir, on your own nighttime show following that victory. Not bad if you can get it. Now, out of here in 90 minutes, we have Monday Night Football to get to. But in these 90 minutes, you can join us on uh, how you're feeling right now about this Patriots team. 617-779-7937. And also, the news over the weekend about the Bill Belichick contract extension. So there's really the two big stories. A very rare, snow leopard rare, fourth quarter comeback for your New England Patriots, uh, engineered by Mac Jones, where I'll tell you, Fitzy, just the way the season has gone, they were up by 10, and Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there saying, all right, how are they going to lose this game? Like, what? what, how is this one going to end? And then the next thing you know, Steph Diggs scores in a hot second. They get the ball back. They score again. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's how they're going to lose. But no. No, no, no. The Bills left Mac Jones and that Patriots offense too much time. They didn't kick a field goal and tie it and go to overtime. They marched down the field, scored a touchdown, and got the uh, the rare win this season. But uh, the offense was dialing up the right plays, and you can check off a fourth-quarter comeback now for, for one Mac Jones. No longer will we be grousing and griping that Michael McCorkle Mac Jones lacks a signature win or a significant comeback victory at home or on the road against an opponent with a record greater than he. That is a major milestone. That's a significant hurdle for Mack and the Patriots offense and the 2023 Patriots to get off the home schneid and come back against the Bills. A Bills team, mind you, that had basically pwned them the last couple of years. Josh Allen, the new oppressor of 
Bills, Foxborough, Patriot football team. And now they come back. They didn't settle for the field goal. They went for it. They wanted to get the touchdown and win the game. That drive took patience, perseverance, and plums. And I got to tell you, Rich, there is no doubt that that was Mac Jones' best game as a professional quarterback in the NFL to date. But none of it matters if he can't replicate it again sometime soon. Right, of and course. And it doesn't mean squat that they got a, another win in the division. They're 2-1 and one in the AFC East unless they go down to Miami Gardens on Sunday oh, yeah. and finally beat Tua. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Mac Jones's career or if you just want to look at Mac Jones's season, the uh-huh. bad outweighs the good, right? But now you, at least you add a game to the good pile, right? Like there's the good pile over here, which is few and far between. There's the bad pile, which has certainly uh, maybe a growing handful. And then there's everything in the middle, like just all the games that were fine for him. And so, yeah, this is a turning point because two things can both be true. One, it can be a good win against the Bills, and also nationally, you could say, what's up with Buffalo, right? Like they've had three games in a row now. Oh. They lost to the Jaguars. They barely squeaked by Tyrod Taylor and the Giants. So I recognize that the Bills are scuffling, but I'm not going to take that away from the Patriots. If the Patriots beat Iowa State on Sunday, I would have said, good win. Like they need, they need a win over anybody. It's still Josh Allen on the other side. It's still one mm-hmm. of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL. They have injuries, so do the Patriots. So, like, all that stuff kind of cancels out. And, yeah, it was still – it was a it was a big fourth quarter and closing minute. Like, to think about this team that had the inept offense against Dallas and New Orleans, and it just felt different yesterday. Like, when they had the ball, they were moving it. And you know what it might have been? I think, I think it was, there's two things that okay. I think it might have been. I, well, one, I, I bet yep. you're not thinking this – Sort of the uh, sock cleat combo that Mac Jones was wearing. He looked more athletic. I think it it's was the it, silver pants. It was the silver pants, but then he had dark, all like a full dark sock into a dark cleat. It looked smooth. He actually looked the best that he's ever looked. But maybe more to the point, looks do make the man. You know, looks look, do make the man look good. Play good. I've always look subscribed good, to that. Good, look good. Play look good. good. Mac play Jones good. maybe for the first time looked good. Like actually looked good. Wait, Rich, are, Rich, yeah. are you saying that he had a quote fresh fit? I think he did have a fresh yeah. fit. Can I say it? Fit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Mac Jones, I, fresh fit. Swear to God, the first series, I was like, is that not Mac Jones at center? Like, this guy looks looks like a real NFL quarterback out oh there. God, the chip bowl yeah. that I had on my lap is rising up to my... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Somebody grab some chip, a popcorn quick. What time does this game start? Six or midnight? That's what I felt like. And so no, it, he, it, he, it, he did look sharp. And also, no joke, I think everyone from Brighton all the way down to Boxborough full well understands that they got to stick with the silver pants. I know it's the little thing sometimes, the intangibles. Silver pants. It didn't have anything. Come oh, on. if it was the Red Sox with the yellow uh, unis, they'd be wearing silver pants till the end of time. They'll never uh, stop yeah, with the silver and pants And I hope now. football is listening. I, yeah. I, I bet you I don't mind stick it. with those as well. Like it. It, it looks sharp. But um, let me lob one of the – you know what? Actually, now that you say that, there's four things. One, the yeah. fresh fit and Mac fresh looking fit. sharp. Yep. Two, Bill O'Brien, like Mac Jones said afterwards, speaking to – Evan uh, Washburn, I want to say that. Really rugged, handsome fellow for CBS on the field. Oh, the Kendall. Oh, ab- absolutely. It looks a lot like a Kendall. Kendall's beach. Yeah. There he goes. That was him out there. <laughs> Actually, I think his name is Kendall Sports Talk, but yeah. he goes by Evan Washburn. Oh, yeah. Crushes so, it. Kendall Sports Talk is on the field, sure. and he asked Mac Jones what was the reason behind him playing so well, the aggressive play in the win today, and he said Coach O'Brien called an aggressive game. Billy O didn't coach like he knew his team 
was going to S the bed, that they were going to fall on their face. He coached to win yesterday, and Mack and the offense responded. I also think that Bill O'Brien, like for whatever reason, it took him this long. It was a lot of short stuff, but he got the completions. He was 25 of 30, and it's not, hey, let's just drop back and run around and try to chuck it deep. That's not that's to nobody's skill set on the team. The receiver. What is he, copying plays from my fifth-grade flag football team? Yeah, right, this ain't that. Or even like Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen's out there just running for his life. Like they look like they dialed up the worst offensive game plan ever. Josh Allen avoided a sack on every single possession, every single snap it felt like, and then he's just heaving bombs down the field, whereas Mac Jones, everything was short. I mean, everything, all that air yard stuff, a lot of it was behind the line of scrimmage, at the line of scrimmage, five yards down the field. Mm-hmm. But it was it was just quick hitters spreading the ball around, right? Like kind of leaning on Kendrick Bourne, which is good. Pop Douglas, uh, Farrell Brown, who just seemingly only comes up with big plays. A legend <laughs> like, is building <laughs> among mean, us. My God! And then the Ramondre story Stevenson. shall be told in the past game. I mean that Ramondre Stevenson thirty-four yard gain. Who knows where they're at? Uh, probably don't win the game uh, with without what that play. Scamper! What a scamper! Nice, nice little scamper, but it was a lot of quick things. I don't want to say, you know, it's a game plan for a quarterback that's, you know, limited overall skill set wise, but I think that's kind of what it was. I think Bill O'Brien finally was like, oh, this is what I have. This is what Mac has around him. This is how we're going to have to dial up plays. Mm-hmm. And all right, it took seven games. So be it. And like at 50 said to start the show, how do you follow that up? Like, where do you like, what does it look like against Miami? What does it look like the week after that? But yes. this is at least something. This is at least a building block because Week, th- what, four, five, and six, they looked like they were dead. And then week seven, you're like, all right, a little bit of something. This looked like a completely different team, even though it's a lot of the same names that we're calling. I'm not quite dead yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? Like, no, like this was like it was. When, Hulk, when Hulk would get in the sleeper hold and it like from Million Dollar Man, he'd put him in the Million Dollar Dream and the one hand up and the two yeah. hand up. And then he's finally, always like, out. No, he's not. Oh, oh. Yeah. Hulk's got the, oh, the fingers going towards the crowd. Like maybe, just maybe, a little bit. we have a sign in life. And when we say it's four things that we noticed overall yeah, yeah. that the Patriots did differently. Number three, finally, good Lord, out of necessity or virtue or begging, pleading, borrowing, stealing, finally kicking Mike Onwenu out to right tackle. Yes. The best offensive line performance down yeah. to their last couple dudes, and they got the job done yesterday. And then, of course, number four was finally just changing the wide receiver core. I think it was Henry McKenna I mean, who had it. Um, yep. That they did absolutely. Uh, uh, Devontae Parker was basically phased out of the game plan Thank yesterday. God. The receivers yesterday were Rager, Pop Douglas, and Kendrick Bourne. Thank God. Yeah. Those were your. Not even Tyquan Thornton because this guy can't stay healthy or figure no, out. No, no, you can't count doing. him. But no, that was. And, and so Juju Smith Schuster was out anyway due to injury. But, uh, you know, a, a game plan is, is best with him not in it and with Devontae Parker not in it. And last week, after the drop and after the excuse making, we were going through all the snaps this guy gets. He had 100% of the snaps one week. He was consistently in the 90s. And you're like, could you you really ever remember Devontae Parker being out there? And so that's why this win, it kind of feels weird. Because on the one hand, you beat the Bills. And you get the fourth quarter comeback. But then also earlier in the day, there's the news about the Bill Belichick contract extension. This lucrative contract extension that he signed. And I'm looking at some of the things that went well in this game, and it was all at 
like it, 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 there were things that Bill screwed up earlier in the year. The offensive line, we were all calling for it, even when camp broke. It was why isn't on Leonard just playing tackle? He was a great tackle as a rookie. He was he instead wanted to try out six other guys. So you move on Wenu out there, the offensive line looks better. Pop Douglas is clearly your best playmaker, and he fumbles once, so you didn't even see him for like another game and a half. Like that guy needed to be on on the field. And he's, uh, quick. he's a pl- he's yeah, a legitimate yeah, right. playmaker. If I know he is slight, I know he seems a little injury prone, but he's quick and he's one of these players. And there are far and few between, sadly, yeah. on this roster, mm-hmm. which does definitely have a little bit of a talent deficit. But he is one of the guys you have to always account for. You got to give him playmaking playmaking yep. ability and his quickness as well. And then when you have guys like that, when Ramondre seems to be in form mm-hmm. and Zeke is the hammer. Yep. Now all of a sudden there's space over the middle. For Hunter Henry and Mike Kosicki to do their things, that throw in the fourth quarter on the yep. final drive from Mac to Hunter over the middle, one of the best throws I've ever seen Mac make. It was, it was a freaking laser. It was great. And so the big question we asked last night, Rich, on the postgame show, which mm-hmm. was another charged three and a half hours of Pat's Talk Radio here on EEI, the big question was, do you see this? Without overreacting, do you see this as a springboard to what the Patriots could and should have been, or was this just an anomalous defeat where they rode the positivity right. of Vrabel and Scar getting honored and, you know, Buffalo coming yeah. in overconfident, and was that just a one-off? Yeah, seriously, and I think a similar way of asking the question, do you feel better or the same? Like, you can't feel worse, like you unless, you, unless you're a draft pick person, and that's fine, but that would really be the only reason why you feel worse. So you either feel better or... Or you feel the same. 617-779-7937. A 90-minute Rich Keefe show with Fitzy here on a Monday night. Right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Fine Mass Money. Big win for the Patriots yesterday at home. They beat the Bills 29-25. to Mac Jones went 25 for 30, 272 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Kendrick Bourne also had a great day, six receptions, 63 yards, one touchdown. Mac Jones joined Jones and Mego earlier today and spoke on the victory. Yeah, I think what you just said, the process is very important to all of us. And I think when you stick with it and not look at the results and understand how to win win games, it helps. But it's just one game and we got to continue to grow on that. It's um, obviously a step in the right direction, but want to keep working and try and do it every week. Pats will now get ready to head to Miami for Week 8 against the Dolphins. Kickoff from Hard Rock Stadium at 1 p.m. Monday Night Football tonight. The Vikings will host the 49ers kickoff at 8.15. You can catch that game right here on WEI. Our Westwood One coverage starts at 7.30. The Bruins go up 5-0 after beating the Ducks last night on the road 3-1. The Bruins' next game tomorrow night in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks. Puck drop at 8.30. Again, this is the eighth time in Bruins history they've won four more games to start a season. Their longest such winning streak is six games in the 1937-38 season. Celtics regular season begins on Wednesday. They'll be in New York to take on the Knicks tip-off at 7 p.m. And MLB playoffs, Game 7 of the ALCS between the Rangers and the Astros is tonight in Houston. First pitch at 8.05. And currently taking place in Philly, the Diamondbacks are up 3-1 in the third inning. Find Mass Money wants to help you enjoy the football season by helping you find money you didn't know you had. Go take a look. They're constantly updating the list. FindMassMoney.gov. It's fast. It's easy. It's free. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Ritz Keefe Show coming up. 
You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say W-E-E-I's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on W-E-E-I. Rich, with the Patriots struggling as they really never have, Bill Belichick's job security has somehow been a topic in New England. As you just heard, would Robert Kraft make a move midseason? Would he make a move at all? Now, my understanding is we'll be not inclined to make a move midseason, but allow me to add some news. Sources say Bill Belichick, during the offseason, quietly agreed to terms on a lucrative multi-year new contract. His contract, one of the most closely held secrets in New England. That said, I think it's fair to say there was some, at least, uncertainty or intrigue surrounding him. Now, contractually, he is locked up long term. And Rich, at least, we're going to have the discussion. This at least adds some context with the context with the Patriots committing to the greatest coach in history long term. Ian Rappaport yesterday before the game, before the Patriots went out there and beat the Bills, saying that Bill uh, signed a long-term extension, lucrative, in fact, Fitzy. And uh, how about Dale Arnold just a couple hours ago? Uh, ago you might remember him from the Dale and Keefe show. He tweets, sources tell me the Bill Belichick contract is a three-year extension that also addresses the potential end of tenure, although that could be looked at again in the future. Specific job descriptions were also reportedly laid out. Hashtag Patriots. Whoa. What do you make of that? Arnold. How about that? Dale here. Yeah, and remember, Dale had Brady going to the Bucks before anybody else did. He did. Uh, not, People jumped uh, on it out. Oh, really? The only person that had it first at our place was me, but that's okay. Oh, my bad, Fitzy. I remember I working with Dale know, when but, he said it, but okay, fair enough. No, but don't forget, Rich, I'm me, so whenever I say anything, nobody <laughs> believes me. <laughs> that is true. He's kind of yeah, swept out of the rug. a honk yeah. a mouthpiece for the organization. Fair enough. I stand corrected. The second person to have it was Thank you. Dale Arnold, who also didn't get any credit for it, so they just both nope. like bumped both of you guys to the side. Nope. It was like, All right, who really has it? You're like, well, that's yep. where he's going. That's <laughs> no, Dale's sources with the Patriots yeah, have been pretty, good. pretty rock yeah, yeah. solid. Yeah. So the whole notion that it's a two-year extension, which everybody was going back and forth about, like, oh, so he didn't want to be a lame duck, so they gave him 23 and 24. I think basically now what this does is outlines for you the end game as far as Bill Belichick and the Kraft family see his run as HC of the NEP being. This year, next year, in 2025. Oof. Now, I'm not sure. That can't just be regardless of record, right? Like, that has to be, you got to be in it to keep yeah, your job I, that time. I, right. I still can't believe it because last week we were talking a lot about those reports about, hey, hey, they w- they might fire him in season. Jeff right? Howe's report Yeah, last so week, this I is. Don't think that Kraft won't let him go. So this is clearly a retort to that. So both Kraft and Belichick are, are very sensitive to what is being said about both of them at this point. By the way, can we just yeah. have one on the day of the first really good win of this season, <laughs> and dare I say the best win at Foxborough, if not for yeah. the organization, in a couple of years. Four years, yeah. yeah, At least. Probably since the 2019 or even 2018 season. Yep. Better than anything in 2021. Max signature oh, win yeah. Yeah, as yeah. quarterback of the Patriots. Can we just not have quibbling, infighting, yeah, dysfunction, drama? I mean, you've got Kraft trying to seize control of the narrative through Jeff Howe a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then you've got yesterday what I like to call, because this definitely came from Camp Belichick. Oh, yeah. This is a Belliflex, if you will. <laughs> this is yeah. Bill basically just saying, you know, hey, uh, in case anyone thinks I'm about to get fired, yeah, everybody cool lost down. control of the room. Right. Nope. Yeah, everyone, yeah, grab your hats because I'm going to be here a while. But what's crazy is last week when we were trying to decide, you know, 
how much longer Bill is under contract because it is. It's very secretive. We don't know how much he makes. We speculate. There's been sort of reports out there, 20, 25, maybe more than that. He's got to be the highest paid coach. We don't know how long the contract is, but we're trying to figure out, like, all right, you probably, like, we kind of, as a given, we're like, well, he didn't sign the contract last year because of what happened. Like, there's no way after the 2022 season, Kraft would have said, hey, you need a contract extension. But apparently that's exactly what happened. So they watched Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, quote unquote, run the offense. They watched Mac Jones have a horrible year. They watched, mm-hmm. you know, Cole Strange and Tyquan Thornton be the top two picks from last year's draft. They watched all these free agents that were busts. And they said, yeah, we got to lock this guy up long term. Oh, and did we mention he's in his <laughs> 70s? Like, Good Lord. Like, what a horrible decision. If this happened after 2021, you could kind of see it. And to your point, like, hey, you don't want a lame duck coach. He just got to the playoffs. I know they got their doors blown off, but they made the playoffs two years after Brady. Like, that would have been the time you could have maybe sold me on an extension. Not well, after last were so season. Bad, they had to start Devontae Bosby at corner against the Bills. Well, you know, it could have been better. Could have been better. <laughs> okay, but think of it this way. What if, or rather imagine this possibility, Rich, what if, what if I told you yeah, please. that instead of it just being the same old, same old deal where he has limitless personnel control okay. and is getting paid the same amount of money, I'm just sort of speculating here. I've only heard a couple few things behind the scenes, but what if, what if maybe Bill took a little Trimsky, you know, maybe, uh, you know, didn't, like, oh, I want to raise, I want full boat. Like, no, Bill, we got to pay a lot of other people to make up for some of the mistakes, unfortunately, that you've made in recent years. So, yeah, here's what we're going to give you. You're still the coach. We want you to finish your run and set us up for a long future with uh, symmetry and continuity. Yeah. You're not going to do this. This is how much you're going to get paid. Technically, if he was getting 20 or 25, let's say this is a three-year deal for 50 or 54 million dollars whatever total if that were the yeah, case yeah still pretty lucrative as far as my pocketbook goes yeah i suppose it is i just when when uh when i hear lucrative in regards to a player or a coach i assume it's not a pay cut but then again like the wording doesn't mean he's not this he's not lying this is camp belichick's wording to no the i know mouthpiece no, of the you're NFL right 100 right so you got to look at it that way you're right it's a good point i just also never really thought bill would be somebody to give up power, but at the same time, if he's kind of seeing the walls closing in on him a little bit, wants mm-hmm. to get Shula's record, maybe maybe he'd rather do it that way. Because also, it is a little vague the whole time. Like, we all assume Bill's making all the moves and doing every single thing. But, you know, along the way, we've heard plenty of input from other guys. In the last couple of years, he's really leaned on, like, Matt Grow and a lot of the draft pick stuff is Matt, or he'll kind of – we. I, I assume Bill's got final say on all of it. But some of these other roster moves, like, so if he does a little bit less, a little bit less, it's hard for the public to really know if he gives up full control, right? Like, we don't, I don't think we'll really know the answer to that until later on. No, I mean, look, you saw the way he reacted yesterday when he was in yet another humdinger of a mood. Apparently, he lit the room up Saturday at the Vrabel. <laughs> He's like a different guy. Like, I know, on he was borderline. There. Yeah. yeah, like he had just done, like, like the gummy just kicked in right before <laughs> he took to the stage. He was positively buoyant. Although, did and you then, see the video that was going on? Or you might have even been there. But did you see uh, 
he's given like bear hugs to everybody on the stage, and then I he gives like that handshake with Kraft. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was ice cold. Yeah, like, it was Val Kilmer Iceman, right? To, it was, and then he just went. But then it was like on to the next one. It was like that Key and Peele sketch <laughs> going yeah. through. It was like it. being at a wedding reception where yeah. you run into your ex wife and her handsome new husband, who also <laughs> happened to be her Pilates instructor that you knew she was banging. <laughs> and the handshake is just like, like he couldn't have been more excited to see like Skarnecki and Mike Vrabel like right, put aside the fact he's a rival coach yeah. for that day and like hug him. And then, like, well, maybe oh, that was in the contract. No Robert. huge hugs with Mr. Kraft. He's getting old and fresh. I was so confused by because I'm like, you just leaked out there that you signed this new deal. This new deal is supposed to be this great deal. Mm-hmm. But obviously, he's pretty bummed that uh, Robert must have put out to his people that, hey, I might, f- don't worry, fans. Like, if it gets bad, I'll fire him in season. So, yeah, I don't think that relationship is uh, super great right now. And no, it's not. <laughs> and I'll tell you again, it goes right back to the first thing I said at the top of the show. If they go down to Miami Sunday and yeah. Belichick, put, if they if they play like they did yesterday and they play mistake-free and you see progress and growth and, God forbid, Bill Belichick gets his first win against Tua Tungavailoa as yeah. a starting quarterback, right. then maybe, just maybe, these relations will begin to defrost a little bit because winning is the ultimate cure. Oh, my God. Would my head spin if they lose oh to the God. Saints, Cowboys, and Raiders, and then and beat score. the Bills and Dolphins. <laughs> and score an average of 6.7 points between those three games, yeah. and then beat the Bills and score all, no. score half as many points as they had all season. If they win Sunday, Nothing makes and all sense. of a sudden, yeah. uh-oh. Oh, do we have a path yeah. to 500 right. at the bye? Watch it. Yeah. I mean, because the, the, the NFL is crazy, and like not to uh, diminish the win yesterday over the Bills, but just pointing out you know, the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals beat the Cowboys, right? Like, there are weird games. There are kind of, you know, fluky upsets that you see every single week. But if a team starts doing that more than once, well, now all of a sudden it's not nearly as fluky. All right, let's go to the phones, as promised. You're a lot to weigh in on. You want to talk about the game? You want to talk about the fourth quarter? You want to talk about uh, Belichick's extension? It's all on here for you. Let's go to John in Portland. He will lead things off. What's up, John? Hey, good evening. Good evening. I was just thinking about this is pretty unprecedented for a NFL coach to have his resume. It's like a NBA resume, so I don't think you can really use the norms of uh, contract agreements with uh, what you see with players and coaches nowadays with uh, with what Belichick's achieved. You know, when you see player contracts, their bodies fall off a cliff typically, and it's pretty. Uh, so, what's your overall what's rapidly. your what's your overall point? Just to kind of put a nice little bow on it. I think it's a good good time to resign them. You're probably wow. making 15 instead of 25. Wow. Well, so we don't know that, John. And let me, let me, we got, we got a ton of people to talk to tonight. I just, that's one that I don't know how you can make a case that it's a good time to sign for an extension. Fitzy kind of mapped out a potential plan where if it is less money and if it is less of a player control thing, then I guess that's a positive. But I don't know if week to week, actually, I know the answer. He's no longer this massive advantage in the coaching matchup every week. Like, that just doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think his – we've seen too many screw-ups, too many blunders. We've seen, you know, whether it's too many penalties or whether it's just dumb decisions or playing scared and punting it away at certain times. Like, I just – I don't think the in-game operation is even one that you would certainly want to commit to long-term. No, but uh, you have to then wonder, okay, let me give him just a little bit of a benefit of the doubt – Though there have been one in many a curious decisions made, especially in the past decade, uh, as far as Belichick's coaching and personnel management goes, what if now the team, like they just decided, he and O'Brien said, 
this is the girl we're dancing with for right. the remainder of the prom vis-a-vis. We're going to go with these guys if they're healthy on offense, defense. It's got your leaders now are Jabril Peppers and Hunter Henry and we're just this is it and we're not going to coach scared anymore and we're yeah. just whether we win or lose let's just have the best time like it just felt yesterday like yeah. they weren't afraid like they they opened the game really well they got a field goal the first play on you know Josh will always give you at least one or two opportunities during a game they jumped right on top of it i mean you want to give a con- somebody who, who they should have been talking about lucrative contract extensions on NFL Network Sunday morning should have been Jabril Peppers. Yeah, Peppers has been awesome. Been Picks mon- the first pass off awesome. from Josh Allen. Like, yeah, and now he- he's leading the new All oh, Yeah video that the yeah. at Patriots just released on the socials, too. That's pretty good. How about this week, Malik Cunningham, just inactive? I mean, we have all week to sort of get into some of the other details of the game. But, like, that's just, I'm just thinking of like these decisions that Bill has made over recent weeks. Like, just forcing Devontae Parker onto the offense for six consecutive weeks and then finally being like, okay, yeah, we're done with that. Trying and then to validate the idiotic raise yeah. they gave him, yeah. And then, like, Bailey Zappi's, you know, not good enough to even be game day ready, that he's he's caught, he's the backup. It's like this musical chairs that quarterback has been insane. Uh, let's go to uh, Paul in Braintree. What's going on, Paul? Hey, good evening. How are you? Uh, Great. I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I think he'll, he'll carry over. I remember he could play well on Sunday. And they could still lose. They're playing a great team. So he could play very well. They could still lose. But I think what you saw yesterday was great. But like I said last night, I think they're somewhere in the middle. They're not as good as they were last night. And it's certainly not as bad as they were the three weeks prior. So, you know, again, he could play well on Sunday. They could still lose. But I, I'm optimistic that maybe they got – I was impressed with the play calling yesterday. Yeah. They got the tight ends involved finally. And I think that's the best strength is the tight ends. And all three of them contributed it. I think the play calling was good and that helped. The offensive line finally blocked someone. You know, if you give him time, he's a good quarterback. But you can say that about most quarterbacks right. in the league, too. They get to, they to throw the ball. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was impressed with what I saw. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Paul. The uh, it was, First of all, it was tight ends day. So to get the tight ends involved only made sense. And I was they like, did a little bit of that out in Kansas City as well. So I think it was kind of a thing. True. Yeah, there's a few tight ends that had some uh, good days. Baltimore, uh, Kansas City. Oh, Andrews, for, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe Kittle tonight, potentially. We'll see. Could be the Hawk. You never know. Oh, yeah. You never, you, you never know. A couple of real good ones, actually, tonight. But uh, I was, like, this close to tweeting out, like, wh- just when's Mike Kosicki going to play? Like, is Mike Kosicki even on the team? Like, you wouldn't even know notice he's out there ever. Maybe the occasional incomplete pass in his direction. But he's been borderline useless. And then, of all people, he comes up. With the game-winning touchdown, and you're like, okay, all right, I guess something. They're using them a little bit. Two interesting things about that uh, as well, Rich. Number one, uh, it was the exact same play that they ran on first down and goal from the one after the P.I. on uh, Pop Douglas over by the pylon. And the funny thing was, after Mack threw the pass on first down, which sailed about a foot over Pop Douglas's head, Hart and I were watching in the conference room at the radio station before the postgame show, and I said... That pass looked like it was thrown to someone that should have been a foot taller. Yeah. On the Swap next play, they run the yeah. same yeah. play, yep. and oh, there Matt it is. puts it in the same spot, yeah. and there's a guy that's a foot taller. Perfect. And the funny, and now, too, that's the exact same spot in the exact same damn end zone on the exact same play where Gesicki last caught a touchdown at Gillette Stadium. Oh, wow. That being yep. the one that Ryan Fitzpatrick threw to him to beat Brady and the Patriots and knock them out of the bye and send them to the wild card round against the Titans. That was also that? the last time Devontae Parker had a good game, I believe. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all coming together. Uh, let's go to Ray in Revere. He joins us next. Hey, Ray. Guys, I mean, I, I struggled with watching what is, to me, a very disturbing display between 71-year-old man and an 81-year-old man yesterday with craft on the sidelines, all five foot three of it at this point, rooting on his investment. And then, you know, we looked the other way on Bill's personality issues for a long time. And it was hard to watch that press conference yesterday and, and see what I saw. I mean, guys, I mean, I, I got to be honest. I'm done with both of them at this point. <laughs> I'd like to see this thing turned over because I, I think, best case, this is a middling operation as long as Bill Belichick is around. Well, I'll tell you what, Ray, overall, I mean, on that last part, I kind of agree with you. Like, this was a nice game. They played well against the Bills. I'm not going to ignore the first six games of the year, in particular the three previous like, that were going into this losing streak. Uh, I do think Buffalo's got some major issues. Oh, like, yeah. Good oh, Lord. Yeah. Like, they need to dig themselves out. Now, still, still a win is a win is a win. I'll even count it as a good win. Mac mm-hmm. Jones was 0 for 12 in his last 12 games as an underdog. Uh, outright and against the spread. Like, just the favorites have just beaten up on the Patriots. They were the biggest yeah. dog they were at home in 22 years yeah. yesterday. No, so that's a win. I'll take I mean, I'm not poking holes in the win, although Buffalo's an interesting one to keep an eye on. They fall to 4-3. and three. Uh, They had a nice... After they lost their opener to the... Uh, what was it? The, uh, the Jets. Jetropolitans on right. Aaron Rodgers' night. Then they had some great wins. They beat up the, uh, the Dolphins. But then this three-game stretch for them, they went to London, lost to the Jaguars. Then they barely beat Tyrod Taylor. What was that, 14-9 to against the and Giants? And by the way, Ugh. if everyone's keeping track at home, Tyrod Taylor and the the New York football Giants did not get the call they should have gotten on the final play of the game. They should have been able to run that one back one more Good time. Point. They very well should have lost. If Brian, Dayball, Giants. Yeah. if Brian Dayball had a better end-of-half coaching, they absolutely right. should have won that game. But, I mean, again, there's always going to be a little bit of luck, and when you're winning, you get away with a couple plays. When you're losing, you're on the wrong end of a couple plays because it was funny. They put the jinx on them last night when they are like uh, – or yesterday – like, you, know, you know what Mac Jones hasn't done? He hasn't turned it over yet. And then the next thing you know, he throws a ball right into the hands of a defender with the Bills. He fumbles it, but on one who pops on it, you're like, Ooh. you know, when you win, those plays go your way. When you lose, yes. they clearly go the other way. And, and I would also like to point out, Rich, that, you know, again, let's not get ahead of ourselves or put, or put the hoss before the cat. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, not only is Buffalo kind of in a little bit of a tailspin right now, the Jets, they come off the bye. They're only a 500-football team. Patriots with the best record in the AFCs, 2-1 and one right now in division games. In Miami, this week's challenge, this may be one to yeah. expand upon tomorrow night with Harden again when we go full tang Wednesday. The Dolphins have not beat a good team. Now, they have trampled some teams. Yeah, all the not wins a good team against uh, teams with two or fewer losses. I mean, including the Patriots, but all of their wins are against two or fewer wins, bad yeah. teams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Although they score a million points. They did against Philly. Philly's nice. And then Philly even uh, adds an all-pro safety today for the Titans. I know. They deals. got fired from, yeah. uh, Tennessee. from the Titans. Ridiculous. Must be nice. Man, we can't wait till they get Derek. Well, they, to add Derek Henry to Swift and then just, ugh. Why not? Makes me sick. Yeah, so the Titans are uh, selling off pieces here. So they're one of the first teams to get in on that. You can get in on this program at 617-779-7937. Talking Patriots win. Mac Jones, fourth quarter comeback against the Bills. And... The reported contract extension, lucrative one, for Bill Belichick. We'll mix that in with our Monday Night Football bets coming up next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I.
can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch or on YouTube. Find WEEI at Twitch TV or YouTube.com. And join in the conversation in the chat. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Okay, Lamborghini Mercy, yo chick she's so thirsty. I'm in that two seat Lambo with your girl, she trying to turn on me. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI on a Patriots Monday. Fitzy is here to take you up until 7.30, then it'll be Monday Night Football. Patriots, big winners yesterday, surprise winners yesterday, beating the Buffalo Bills, a fourth quarter comeback. Also helps when you play with the lead, Fitzy, which was, uh, only happened for the second time all year. They led the Jets and won that game and then had a lead against the Bills. And even though they gave up the lead, they were still able to come back in and win the game. So that's sort of a new thing they should try, scoring first. Scoring first, yeah. yeah. If you're 2-0 and in the season when you score first, yeah. why not try to do it as Keep it up. often as possible? Keep it up. Our Monday Night Football 49ers and Vikings. The uh, Vikings are seven-point home dogs. Uh, let's bet the game first and then do a prop real quick on Monday Night Football. Stiz leading the way at 5-1-2. and two. Fitzy is 4-2-2, two, and two, and I am 3-3-2. Three, three, so that's what we got. So let's have uh, let's have the leader in the the pack go first. Stiz, who do you got? Vikings or Niners? I will take the 49ers. They're five and one right now, I believe. I will take the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. All right, laying uh, seven points. Fitzy. Uh yeah. You know what? I I, I wasn't sure if we were going to do the if we we're going to bet with the spread or just do the uh, the money line. Spreads. So I, Right. We I, always do spread. We've been doing spread. it seven weeks now, Fitzy. All right, it's the so same you know thing what? every week. All right, I'll take the, I'll take the Niners and I'll take this. I'll cover the six and a half. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the Niners. I got it at seven, so we're going to go Niners. Is it seven now. Seven's the number. Son of a gun! Seven. Oh, it has gone up to seven. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, boy, yeah. you blink an eye. I feel, and I'm also even feeling pretty good about. Uh, Feel pretty good about a little uh, same game parlay. You oh, know, Niners, Niners, and the over. You like the over forty four? I climbed a full point. <laughs> oh, did you get it at 43? Is, okay. You got to shop around. Listen, you got to shop around. A lot of places right. you can wager. Uh, you can, None of them sponsor this segment, so feel free to jump in on anyone that you want. Not uh, even my prop for the night, but I'm feeling pretty good about Niners in the over. Okay, very good. Sure. Um, yeah, no, the yeah the 49 or Kirk, Kirk Cousins, who I actually like, and I know he's like the butt of a lot of jokes because he doesn't really win in the playoffs. He's he also a quarterback. He's very solid. I mean, he's got 14 touchdowns, four picks on the season. Uh, no Justin Jefferson for a little bit, which is going to really hurt him and the team. But two and ten on Monday Night Football is solid. also one of the reasons why people don't love Kirk Cousins, just because when they usually see him, like he dominates one o'clock Sunday afternoon. The Vikings are playing at one. You can almost pencil in three touchdowns for Kirk Cousins. You put him on a primetime game or in the playoffs, that all right, a little bit of a different story. Yeah, and the Niners are a little banged up tonight, but all yeah. of their injuries, uh, McCaffrey likely to play with his oblique issue. Right. Debo's banged up, so is Trent Williams. None of those guys play defense, and the Niners have a top-five defense. Mm-hmm. So uh, show me on the tweet where I was wrong. Like it's not, You can't expect Cousins to just point up. Well, then, you know, but then again, we live in a world, Rich, where yep. yesterday we Minshew did. put up a 40 spot on the best defense in the NFL, or so we were told. That's true. You know what's interesting? I checked this earlier. Christian McCaffrey was a minus 215 anytime touchdown scorer, despite the injury designation. He has a he has a touchdown in 15 straight games. But now, last check, minus 185. Ooh. So for some reason, that number is coming uh, way down. But as for the prop tonight, a little, uh, little prop action. Fitzy, what do you got? 
All right, so for my propositional tonight, Rich, I was going to go George Kittle anytime touchdown just oh, because the Vikings yeah. linebacking core is nothing to write home about. But I'm actually going to go, because of the lack of Justin Jefferson, I think they're going to lean heavily on TJ Hawkinson. So oh, Big Hawk! Two, at the Big Hawk, man. Let's go with the Nighthawk. TJ Hawkinson over 25 yards receiving in each half at plus 280. That's nice. 25 each half, plus two. All right, a little bit of juice. Way to go. I like that. I'm just going to go with, I kind of like your Kittle touchdown or what the one you were thinking of, but uh, give me Brock Purdy over one and a half touchdowns. It's minus 110. It's actually weighted for him to throw under one and a half. I think he'll throw two touchdowns. One of them might even be to McCaffrey. One could be to Kittle. I think that and we all have the Niners covering the spread, so I think Purdy throws at least two touchdowns. Stiz, last prop. All right, I'm going to go um, with the Astros and the Rangers tonight. Altuve, first place, first plate appearance, exact result, single, plus 550. Altuve, single. You live on the edge. I plus do. 550. I like that. Right. He killed me he the did. other night. I bet the Rangers, they were up the whole game. Then in the bottom of the ninth, Altuve smashes a three-run Son homer. of a gun. Son of a gun. All right, very good. Those are our uh, our bets, Monday Night Football, and the uh, props or bet du jour, if you uh, if you so choose. Let's go back to the phones as uh, Patriots beat the Bills yesterday to improve to two and five on the season. And Bill Belichick apparently has a new lucrative contract extension. David's in the car. He joins us next. Hey, David. Hey, good evening, guys. Thank you for yeah. taking the call. So I'm pretty excited. I think this is a turning point. I like what they did with the receivers moving people around. You need to do that. When something is not working, you need to make some changes. And it's not always your key, key players like a quarterback. Sometimes it's the personnel in between that needs to be adjusted. And I think they did just that yesterday. Um, and I do believe that this is a turning point. I think this team is capable of going out there. If you look at this schedule, the remaining schedules, there's some doables in there. There's some games in there that the pitchers are very capable of winning. And I think they – I do believe that they will. All right. God bless you. You know, I mean, there – I – I subscribe to recency bias very often. I talk about it all the time, whether it's a movie or a show I watch. I'm like, mm-hmm. that might be the greatest TV show I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's like, well, just hold on a second. Like, it think about ha- something that made about- you happy tonight. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, yeah, no, but it's the best ever. And so, yes, the Patriots look good yesterday. Mac Jones looked good yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that just, for David and maybe for others, that just takes the previous three weeks all of last season, just burn that. Light a match to that because what he actually is is what we saw yesterday. Like, I'm not ready to go nearly that far. And just because you see some winnable games, guess what? You're 2-5, and five, and all those other teams, like the Colts and the Giants and the Broncos, they look at the Patriots like a winnable game as well. A lot of them, are to me, are still very much going to be coin flip games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the rest of the way? I mean, yeah. now we go from – isn't it funny how – Recency bias kicks in big time and just on the flip of a coin like with last week we were playing the uh, show me on the schedule where the guaranteed win or the easy dub is going to come. Yeah, there still isn't. Hey, no, hey, 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 you never know Uh, there. The lumber of the schedule has been taken care of because we we knew like there was the gauntlet of the opening schedule. The first four games, they were Mm -hmm. one and three. They easily should have gone two and two. But here we are. Now the schedule eases up pretty much all the way until that Thursday night game against the Steelers. There's a nice little stretch here. Again, it hinges on Sunday, and I don't, coming off of yesterday, it requires you to maintain the same kind of poise, discipline, and effort that they displayed yesterday. But if they can do that in Miami on Sunday, there's a chance we'll be watching entertaining football and have a different narrative around here for the next couple of weeks. 
I, for one, would welcome it because I thoroughly enjoyed yesterday. There's also a chance it kind of, oh, yeah, I mean, compared to what we just saw, this was far, far more enjoyable. There's also a chance that the way you kind of map it out, like if they kind of clean up in, uh, or like pile up some wins in the middle of the season, the end of the year, it, it could almost mirror 2021 where they played like crap early, they caught a bunch of breaks, won a bunch of games, and then like played like crap at the end of the season. And when you look back on it years from now, you're like, oh, they were 10-7. and seven. It's like, yeah, but most of the season they actually played kind of bad. And then you said they got Pittsburgh on the road, Kansas City, Denver, who's not very good, but it's on the road, and then Buffalo, New York to end the year. But again, one at a time. They beat the Bills. They got the Miami Dolphins coming up on Sunday, who just lost last night. We'll get to what happened in a little bit, but still time to take your thoughts on both the Belichick extension and the Patriots victory. 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show here on a Patriots Monday with Fitzy on WEEI.